Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the fan man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there called good. The old like Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The fan. Good afternoon. Whoa, who the are you? It's a, it's a little little tore up throat Whoa. monkey, but it's what? there. Wait, welcome back. Hey. Danny Merang's back. Almost three weeks later. Yeah, what the hell happened to you, man? The people have been asking. I've been like, he's sick. Yeah. I think we are a day short of three weeks. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, no. It's... Three weeks ago today was your last show. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I still have somewhat of a cough, but it's it's manageable to this point where it's not going to completely derail the show. Uh, I I had that RSV with the flu on top of it. Uh, it made me very sick, which kept me out for the first week. Okay. Uh, and then I had what's called post viral cough syndrome. Of course. Is anything that you've ever had just been like normal? No. Normal and easy. No. Like everything is like the most extreme that could possibly happen. Yeah, no. That's that's kind of been the story of my life is that uh horrible things happen to me, but I survived them all. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I enjoy that part of it. Just I mean, you survive. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's like, better than being dead. I mean, is it? Yeah. yeah. Last I checked. I mean, <laughs> yes, Danny. Yes. Yeah, I know. Um, hey, Jeff Russ Ag- is back. Agree to yeah. disagree. You were gone yesterday because sick kids. Which yes. Sick kids happen. Yep. Sick kids happen. So we got the band back together. All of us. Indeed. Holy crap. It happened. Look at this. Yeah. United, double LP. We're all excited. All right. So you are okay now? You're alive? Yeah. Yeah. No, I am alive. We're not weakened at burning him. No. No. You're alive and well. I'm glad to have you back, man. It was you were going through it, and everybody was like, "Well, what is wrong?" I'm like, "Well, he's sick. Like, I don't know. I, I'm not there." And I, I called you throughout the process, yeah. and you could hear how violently I was coughing. Yeah, it was it was not good. Blessed. Uh, to not, not to get too gross, I was literally coughing up blood for a week. So um, it got really bad, and it got to the point where I'd say that is yeah. 
Uh, that's um, bad. I, I, my whole chest and back from coughing so much, it felt like somebody beat the living hell out of me. It felt, it felt like somebody took mm. a baseball bat to me. Mm. Uh, it was the sickest I have been outside of being hospitalized for pneumonia. Okay. That's so. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back. I am too. I Welcome was, back. I was getting stir crazy, man. I was losing my freaking mind. I'm, I'm so, so, like storing up hot takes. Well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say this to you, Danny. Uh, that is a scary thought mm. because you are a person where, uh, if you were going crazy, what are those thoughts like? Yeah, no, because not I good. hear many thoughts from you three hours a day, mm-hmm. five days a week. That are completely unhinged. Yeah, which are the ones that don't make the cut? Yeah, like what was this? <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, I start. I started. I started a list. We did have a a time where we did think, "Are you out on bail? Is that mm. really what this is yeah. right now?" Like, yeah. did you did you somehow can't leave the county get bail? Like, because I would get calls and it'd be like this call from inmate. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I'll accept it. Yeah, no. It's, no. Uh, so you weren't arrested for no, any no, of the crimes no, you've admitted no, to on no, this? Okay, no, good. No. So uh, you're just sick. Well, here we are. Yeah, as you, as you, you can hear it in my voice still. I'm still not 100%. Hopefully the just absolute S-show amount of drugs they have me on uh, get me back to 100% here in the next week or so. Well, band is back together. Uh, we are live on right here on The Fan. We are mm-hmm. on uh, YouTube.com slash 1080 the fan, Twitch.com slash 1080 fan, uh, and wherever you listen. Odyssey app, 99.5 HD2, 1080 the And on your radio. Yeah. That's... You missed a lot, dude. No, I saw that one. You missed a lot. I saw that one. No, you, we did a show. Not on no, not 1080. On that was I, the first time I've done that. You know, you, what's, what's interesting is my mom called me. Yo, yo, mama. And said, are, are you back at work? I go, no. She's like, okay, I can't find your radio station. I was like, yeah, it's because it's, so it's technically not there. Uh, yeah, no, she drives uh, Hi, my, mama ring. My, my niece and nephew around around this time of day. That's so. dangerous. Yeah. Kids in the car. Yeah. Kids yeah. in the car. They, they know Uncle D, though. That's an uncomfortable nickname. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they had trouble with Danny. You, you might want you might want to change that. I one. know they had trouble with Danny when they were kids. Yeah. So it was just Uncle D. Yeah, a lot of teachers are going to be are man, well, all teachers are mandatory reporters, and mm. when they come in say talking about their Uncle D doing mm. crazy stuff, it might uh, that might get you a phone call. Yeah, and they don't have my the, my my same last name, so they wouldn't understand that. Uh, no, he's just insane. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, but then the police would call him and be like, oh, yeah, we got him on speed well, dial. Yeah, we're not Uncle D the tickle monster. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's what we all were thinking, mm-hmm. but thank you for coloring that picture for us, Trust. I do what I can. I'm a kid. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, you are cough-free so far, so that is good, and uh, we're ripping, roaring and ready to go. Did your wife get sick? No, she avoided it. She had, a, well, I should say, she had a, a little bit of a cough. Like a mild cough mm. for a couple of days. Mm, uh, mm, she mm. she got tested for what I had. She never got it. So that's weird. Yeah. Well, I I did as much as I could to stay away. Stay from away. Yeah. So I, I've I've got an office that's away from everything. And, and you I, were just shoved in there. I, I basically just lived in there all day. God. Well, she works at home, so I that just want to make boring. sure she didn't have to be. Well, the nice thing is I've got everything in there. So what did you do? Uh, I wrote a lot. I read a lot. Mm-hmm. Watched mm-hmm. a lot of shows, mm. played a lot of video games. Ooh, what'd you watch? Uh, I started watching For All Mankind. 
Well, you told me on about Apple that TV. before you got sick three yeah, weeks well, ago. Well, there's four seasons of it. Okay. So there's a lot. So I started, I watched that. I watched all of Reacher. Yeah, yeah. Season two of Reacher was, was good. I mean... It wasn't as good as the first season. Uh, it was okay. Yeah, it was good. It was... Uh, it ended with a... A bit of a thud. Yeah. Quite, yeah, it wasn't quite as, literally. Quite literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big thud. Mm-hmm. But that was a that I love that show. Yeah, it felt, the the last two episodes felt rushed. Yeah, they did. It was yeah. like, oh crap, we got to wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, like, like, oh, it's like what? It's like Ooh. maybe just do ten ten episodes instead of eight. Yeah, let's do that. Like it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, Amazon uh, Wheel of Time. Been watching that. It's a fun little uh, uh, kind of a Game of Thronesy type of deal. Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. See, we are just kind of recycling now. Shows that have already been made, and we're like, no, 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 no. This one's different. Well, you like this it? One, no, this one's more it's, fantasy for sure. But it's it's kind of like, uh, I would say that. Yep, I'm out. That era, that 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 like, if you were to put it in a time of like twelve to thirteen hundred, yeah. That, there we go. Yeah, that kind of deal. <laughs> um, but what's funny is bringing it back to sports. Mm. The guy that wrote that yep. is Victor Wembanyama's like favorite author. Author. He's a sci-fi, not sci-fi, what, what do they call it, fantasy um, fiction writer. Okay. But yeah, he apparently, did you see that thing the other day where the Spurs staff is not allowed to call him after 9.30? I saw that. They mentioned that in the game last night. Yeah. They so mentioned that, that in the game that they can't call him after 9.30. Because he spends an hour reading and then yeah. he goes to bed. Which is very healthy of yeah. him. I mean, that, that guy's whole life is is like... Yeah. Uh, what's the guy from uh, uh, Rob, Rob, Rob Deerdeck? Have you ever seen his life? No, I've the... seen Mark Wahlberg's, though. Mark Wahlberg is very similar, it's regimented. The, yes, very, like, disgustingly yeah. regimented. Like, he has, like, how much time he spends with his family mapped out. Yeah, and that is, like, that's got to be hard if you're the kid, right? right? Where it's like, oh, time's up. I only get 15 minutes, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> like, what yeah. the hell, man? He's like, no, nah, I gotta go get my HGH injections or whatever. Dude, I don't know what it was. Yeah. What, it was like, I gotta go g- do the cold tub. Yeah, it's like, it's exact, oh, yeah, okay. Well, nice talking to you. I, I just to have your entire life mapped out like that. No, man, I can't. I, don't get me wrong. I, I like some organization, but that's at the same time though. I feel like it would. I would get a lot more done. Oh, 100%. I'd get a lot more done. Yeah, because there's so many times where I'm like, whoop, squirrel. And then all of a sudden, I'm Googling, like, uh, this bike that they found in, our, like, do you see this? They're like, we need to, I, I saw this article, and I was like, they, we need to rethink our timelines of history. Because, like, archaeologists found a bike. Like a bicycle? <laughs> like a bicycle. <laughs> like, before the wheel was invented, like, a, deal? like Like, 500 years before we thought the bike was, <laughs> the bike was invented, they're like, hey, we should probably start rethinking that. I'm inconclusive on my Google searches, by the oh. way. But I was sitting there. Are we like, going like full ancient aliens here? Like maybe, yeah. Okay, yeah. And okay. All, all I found was like I, I did down, watch a little bit of that too. I honestly. went down the tinfoil hat theories of people like, see, look, in hieroglyphics. It's like, well, that could be a bike. It also could just be, you know, a person line? pushing a wheel. And I don't know. They were chiseling stuff out, so maybe like they were like, oh, well, that line. Or maybe that, looks maybe like it's a, a UFO that was lifting the stones. See, I don't go that far. Mm. I don't go that far, but I, I've I've been to, to that's Egypt what happens and to seen me. the pyramids, and I, I still I want to take my wife back there because it's such an insane thing to see. Yeah, uh, this is a total squirrel moment. Mm-hmm. I cannot physically comprehend the amount of people and tools necessary 
to have built those things. Like when you understand just how right. big those stone slabs are, yeah. you're like, there's not enough people on this planet to move one of those things. How? How, how did this work? Well, uh, unfortunately, slaves and not caring if they lived or died. I, love, I mean, even then, like. I mean, they were just like, mm, well, lost another one. Go capture someone else. Like they're these, gonna have to like work for us. Like these, like forty thousand pound stones. I'm Industrious like, people. It's just, uh, yeah. It's a, it's just a wild, wild, wild thing to see. Vancouver Ford text line 503-864-6326. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online at vancouverford.com. Uh, this one just says habits of highly successful people. I'm assuming they're talking about the mapping your day out and not uh, spending 15 minutes Googling ancient bikes. Cause it, well, I it's also the, think... the book, too. What? The habits there of is a, that yeah. is a yeah. That is a book. Yeah. I'm reading a book. Oh, yeah? What are you reading? Uh, it's called The Power of Now, mm. Eckhart Tolle. I am interested in it. What, what's, the, what's the gist? Uh, Being present in the moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, how to... Like, I'm not a self-help person by any mm. means. Like, I just... Uh, I don't know. I was at take, the library with my kids. Take and all, I was of your, like, all of your emotions and bury them deep, deep, deep down inside? Yeah. Yeah, yeah about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This sounds about right. Huh. But it's about... Uh, it, a lot of it is kind of just, yeah, living in, living, well, the power of now, mm-hmm. living in the present, how to get yourself to a place in order to, like, think of the now and not let the future or the past kind of dictate what you're doing mm. and moving forward with what now is. It's really interesting, but I find myself going, mm, that's not going to work for me yeah. <laughs> on a lot of different things, but that's why I'm still reading it because the more you kind of dig into it, the more of it is, like how we've all kind of been wired to condition to th- or programmed yeah. to think of what's down the road and how what was behind us affected it and it affects what we're doing right here and right mm-hmm. now it is a little hippy dippy for me sure uh but i find it interesting because it, it gives you insight into other, how other people think if not yourself no it's it's it, i mean not to go completely sideways that's something that really good i really struggle with after all of my injuries, mm. was always worrying about. Yeah, am I am I going to make it to fifty? Am I going to make it to sixty? Like like, and really trying to like, if even though that was the case, yeah, especially like focus maybe a little bit more on like right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that, Not that's a big deal. Yeah, and that's that's uh, you, like I said, it's a little little hippy dippy with like the, I would imagine the theory it's good. behind it, but it it is like, it is worth really considering. It de- it actually is. I recommend it. Yeah. Uh, right. Even if you don't subscribe to that kind of stuff, or really, like, I'm not a big reader, but I'm I'm enjoying it. It's I, good. I have probably ten books right now that mm. have been gifted to me in the last six months that I need to read. Oh. <laughs> and I, I enjoy you reading. On, you should get on it. Yeah, I, I you should. You should Wemby it. The thing that read I need an to hour do, every night. I, I I need to stop getting hardcovers as much as I like having the hardcover. Yeah, I need to get ebooks. Mm. So I can just read it on my phone. Look at this. We also have text in that uh, Wheel of Time is a book series way before Game of Thrones. No oh. recycling here. See? It's all oh, no. oh, yeah. No, 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 no. So Game I'm, of Thrones I wasn't recycled. talking about like, when no, it was I, written. No, I, I said it, it's all, we're all recycling. Oh, just like, hey, gotcha. Yeah. We're going to do the same thing. No, and that author has different. written a ton of stuff that has been incredibly successful. Hmm. All right. So, yeah. Wheel of Time books way better than, or way older than Game of Thrones. All right. We got that. No, yeah, cool. Wheel of Time. What'd you say it was on? Uh, Wheel of Time's Amazon Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime. All right. 
Oh man. <clears throat> okay. Well, now we're good. Now, now we're just in the weeds here. There you go. We've got how the pyramids were made on the text line. Look, man, shotgun spray. That's how we're going. It truly is. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's get to sports, shall we? Uh, Wednesday, by the way, we did all on Tuesday. We did wrestling themes mm. coming in. Don't know how we we got there on a squirrel moment in the opening was segment. Was that WWE no, getting, getting purchased for five billion dollars? Uh, no, we d- actually didn't even really talk about that. That's, that's insane, by the way. That was just the rights to Raw. Yeah, the rights to Raw going to Netflix was, were bought for five billion dollars. Yeah. By the way, Netflix's price going up again. Weird. Almost like there might be a correlation with how oh. much money they just spent. Damn. Hmm. That's not because they're paying their writers and content creators. <laughs> That's right, because they put that in the contracts, right? AI, let's go. Um, no, but we did uh, wrestling themes on on Tuesday. Mm. It was great. I loved it. It was fantastic. Like it. So we're going to do wrestling Wednesdays now. Oh, okay. Where our theme music on Wednesdays I is like going to be wrestling music. And it's great. We had so many throwbacks. We just had to avoid Time to make a new rotator. Now. Huh? Time to make a new rotator. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we will. And send your recommendations in on the YouTube chat, Twitch chat, or at the Vancouver Ford Texan. There's a lot of good walkout music in wrestling. dude. It was just like going back in time. It just makes you feel good. Gets you a little pumped up for each segment. It was nice. Yeah, Stone Cold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I knew where you were going. You knew where I was going. All right. uh, Name that tune, Wrestling Themes. Mm. I would do very good at. I would do very good at. That's a great Jeopardy. I would be. One for you? mm -hmm. They just play the intro? I'd be like, ah, beep, beep. I would. That's when I would oh, do really. Oh, I did at. watch a lot of Jeopardy while I was sick, and there were two two nights in a row I would have won. No, you wouldn't have. Oh yeah, that's a lie. Hundred percent. No, that is hundred percent. You're won. lying. Nope. That is a. It's a bona fide. Nope. No. Crushed it. No. Crushed it. Uh, I'm calling shenanigans. Nope. We're gonna. We need to get you on Jeopardy now. Oh, I would. I would kill to do that. I'm. I'm great at trivia. Were they doing the kids' week? Wow. Hey, oh. It was the Are You Smarter Than the Fifth Grader version. <laughs> there we go. That show's hard. Yeah. That show was hard. That actually was hard was, because yeah. a lot of the stuff they teach between like third and fifth niche. grade yeah. is like stuff that you will literally never use again. Yeah. And Jeff Foxworthy in his like just the way he delivered it made you sound real dumb. Real dumb. You got it wrong. Yep. You're like, yeah. You start talking Arr. hypotenuses and you were like, oh no, I haven't done that in yeah. 25 years. Just look at you over there, Pythagoras. Yeah. yeah. Look at you. <laughs> little draw. All right, uh, let's sports today. We've got our picks coming up at 2 o'clock. Uh, we will talk AFC-NFC championship game, the one thing that the Chiefs and Lions have in common besides being underdogs this weekend. Mm. But where we got to start, the Blazers bounce back from the Oklahoma City screw job and pull one out in Houston. Danny Dusty on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. About 24 hours after getting hosed by the officials in OKC, the Blazers got up off the mat and put together one heck of a bounce-back performance, picking up their 13th win of the year in overtime last night against the Houston Rockets, 137-131. I think it was more than just Anthony Simons who went off in the third quarter. Jeremy Grant with an incredible shot that, yeah. hey. An emotionless banked in three. At the Houston Rockets against the Portland Trail Blazers at the buzzer of regulation, they have some PTSD going well, on. Well, right? I mean, it's Goodness. not good. Like They've had the Blazers number overall, but uh, let's make no mistake, the Blazers have ripped their hearts out <laughs> at the buzzer a few times, Dane. Um, but it was Plenty. Jeremy Grant last night who... Uh, banked in his three and sent the game into OT, and the Rockets quit. But it's something completely off script too. I feel like the the larger story here that we're st- we're seeing over the last two games mm-hmm. is answering one of the biggest questions that Blazer fans had about Chauncey Billups, and that is, are these guys going to continue to play hard mm-hmm. for Chauncey? Because that's a legitimate question yeah. that has reared its head over the last handful of weeks, which have been the doldrums of the season, right? Yeah. You get your butt absolutely handed to you the last time you played the Thunder, and they put in, I still think, that lost OKC was the best, one of the best efforts they've had all season long. Yeah, no, they they were competitive the entire game. They got down a little bit. They fought and they clawed. That fourth quarter was with up, up until that, that absolute screw job by that absolute more unofficial um, was one of the most competitive we've seen from this team all year long. There was, what was that, was it 13 lead changes in the fourth quarter, if I remember right? It was insane, the back and forth. It felt playoffy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I haven't felt this all season. The The lead up to that game, playing like crap, the struggling, mm-hmm. a big part of it was Ant sucked. Ant sucked for two and a half weeks. So much of that was number one. Ant was, had the same thing I did. He had an upper respiratory infection. He was sick. Like, he was battling it. And he was playing in games he should not have played in. Mm-hmm. Like, it, he was absolutely dying out there. He probably shouldn't have played. That's not an excuse. Like he he knows that, you know, it it is what it is. But the other part of this is is that Scoot Henderson being back in the starting lineup was just janky. Shaden being injured. <laughs> he's just not ready for it yet. Yeah. And that change has been huge for them. Mm-hmm. Number one for Scoot to be comfortable again. In the last couple of games, he's actually been really solid. You've gotten really good minutes out of him. He's starting to figure some stuff out again. His confidence is coming back again. But it also makes the starting unit, and this is going to sound terrible, but they don't have to play from behind. With no, Scoot out there early on. Well, absolutely, because you have to defend the full floor. And yeah, that's the big thing. Is like you do with Ant and Scoot out there. Ant has to go five on four, mm-hmm. and that was just a problem. Like you can do that in the in the in the second and third quarters. 
where you can kind of stagger some things against some bench units and stuff like that and get away with it. Against starting units, it's just, it's too much to overcome. Yeah. And they made that change, and that has started to push the the boulder back up, the Sisyphean boulder back up a hill, so to speak, for this season. But you're also seeing them get through the ugliness of this season. None of these guys are, are, are unaware of what this year is. Absolutely. And you're human if in the middle of January, when you know the trade deadline's coming, you're sick, you're beat up, you're on a brutal road trip, it's another, oh, here we go, yeah. situation, for it to come down and punch you in the teeth a little bit. We talked about that a lot, just based, like, it was the doldrums of the season. Mm-hmm. Every sport has it. Yep. Every single sport. In the NFL, it is that late October to November stretch, and then you start ramping up the playoffs in that final month of the season. In baseball, it's the dog days of summer that mm-hmm. we always talk about, pre-All-Star break. And then in the NBA, this is it. And they're in the middle of it. And when you're yep. not competitive, you don't have a lot to play for, and you know your roster is not built to win. Mm-hmm you get some clunkers, but there were some inexcusable losses in there. Sure. And that's where the legitimate questions of, hey, can Chauncey get them up off the mat and get them competing again? Because that was something that you could say the Blazers were up against it talent-wise. They were up against it injury-wise. And they had a they had a tough schedule. I mean, they've had two two-week trips. Like, yeah, and they have another one coming up in March. It's actually gnarly. the longest. It's a 15-day trip. But it, it was always they would compete. They weren't competing. Like they they yeah. were they no, were not. No, no, in no. The, I, I think something that we've seen over the last week, whether it was the the Brooklyn win that kind of spurred a little bit of action, the win over Indiana mm-hmm. when Pascal Siakam's first game uh, as a Pacer, and then that Oklahoma City game followed by the the, the Laker game was well, goodness. Gracious. The Laker but, one was I think more about the Lakers and less about the Blazers because the Lakers had lost to the Nets the game before and they knew they knew that if we don't if we lose to the Nets and the Blazers back to back. I mean, they're in trouble anyways, but that that would have been, oh, no. But this is back-to-back games now where we've seen they've gotten, and there's every reason in the world for them to be like, oh. On a back-to-back of a screw job? Oh, God, yeah. And then roll over again. I thought it was good to see that team get up and really put together another, was it as clean as the Oklahoma City game that they no, lost? No, they got down before? 13, but no. they got back into it. And uh, you know what we haven't mentioned here? Huh. DeAndre. Yeah. DeAndre was really good last night. Well, it's because I knew that he was going to be good last night when Chandler Parsons opened up his mouth and dropped an F-bomb on FanDuel TV saying he's not a a max contract player. I was like, well, anytime Chandler Parsons says something, something good will happen to the Blazers. (laughs) So DeAndre Ayton came back, and he played really well. Yeah, it's it's not a coincidence that the Blazers are getting better when Anthony Simons is getting healthy and DeAndre Ayton is back on the floor again. We can say what we want about D.A., and I have been disappointed with him, to say the least, this year. But even a like moderately functional DeAndre Ayton on the defensive end is such a drastic upgrade over any other option that they have. Like even even a halfway engaged DeAndre Ayton mm-hmm. because of his size and his athleticism, his ability to cover and switch and just be an impediment changes everything for them on that end. And when he's actually engaged, which he was last night, incredibly active on the offensive glass. How he missed that lob from Ant bouncing it off the back of the rim, I don't know. But he found his touch again. He found his mm-hmm. legs. He he was converting the opportunities he should convert. Was mostly careful with the ball. There wasn't a ton of careless turnovers. Ant had the two to him in the fourth quarter, a little sketchy. Well, that put back in the overtime, I don't think that like that can't be understated that 
we, they had a miss and mm-hmm. he had that put back and that was like Okay, there goes that's what, any yep, life. That's for the what Rockets. opened up the game that, that six point lead back. Yeah. No, it was and if look, I don't need eighteen and eighteen from or eighteen and seventeen from DA. What did he what did he actually finish with? I think it was seventeen and eighteen, right? Wasn't that what it was? Yeah. They I think they took yeah, they took one board away when I when I looked last night. Um I don't need eighteen and seventeen every night, but eighteen and twelve should be what he averages on the season. Like, yeah. That, that should be the expectation. Um, you know, maybe that number goes down a little bit on the on the glass because of Jabari Walker just seemingly gobbling everything in sight up. But you should feel DeAndre Ayton's impact like you felt him last night. Isn't it a? Uh, isn't it concerning? Uh, is it? Is it? Isn't it concerning though that this is like more of his team than what he's ever had before, and it's still not the effort that was expected? Yes and no, because and this is where I, I hold. Maybe I shouldn't. But this is why I hold that little bit of hope for them with him. The first six weeks of the season, which were an S show after Ant went down and Scoot was nowhere near ready and the team mm. had to completely change everything. Everything that he came with baggage-wise coming out of Phoenix, he had every right in the world to turtle up and do nothing. And he good-soldiered and he played his butt off mm-hmm. those first six weeks. And I went, you know what? Maybe he will figure this out. And I think it wore on him, and he had some off-the-court stuff, which, for those that just Google, you'll figure it out, um, that I think derailed him personally for a couple weeks there. Mm-hmm. Went full basket of cats, and it sent him sideways, and then his knee, the tendonitis. Like, I saw his knee. His knee was the size of a freaking cantaloupe, man. He was fighting it. So I, I think you saw, like, the the full derailment for about three weeks. Right. And then the injury, which kept him out another three weeks, and it took him a couple games to get back. I think if you can get the guy that you had effort-wise from the beginning of the season, which I think he's willing to do, and, and not like but capable of doing, mm-hmm. and I think as you start, as we start to kind of round the cornerback and everybody starts getting healthy and there's a semblance of a pecking order right. that they can get back there. But yeah, yeah, it worries me. It does. Because my God, the talent is like he wasn't a hundred percent last night. He wasn't like that wasn't his best effort. There were mm-hmm. times where I'm like, man, get back. But it, even his best effort got you 18, 17, 3, and two. Like that's a, and I think that is where the frustration. <laughs> that's the first frustration. It's, that's it's, where the frustration. It's even lies. more frustration than you got with Nurk. Yeah. Because talent for talent, Aiton's more talented. Sure. There's there's just there's just no argument there. So can they figure that out? That might be more important than Scoot showing a little bit more development going forward the rest of this year. Right. Then can they get DeAndre Ayton to be 85% of what he can be? Mm-hmm. 503-864-6326. That's a Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, all right. Jim Harbaugh is the man in L.A. Now we aim at what's next. What is the realistic for a turnaround in L.A.? First is Rust with SportsCenter. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Jim Harbaugh is the man for the L.A. Chargers. The L.A. Super Chargers got their guy. Mm. More unhinged milk drinker. Uh, Schwarzenegger or Harbaugh? Uh, ooh, Harbaugh. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. It's Harbaugh. Hmm. We th- why do you say Arnold? I've never seen Arnold be like, I drink a lot of milk. Oh, a lot of milk. Yeah, like the look Not that th- candy ass 2%. No, whole milk. Whole milk, baby. Whole milk. The whole idea of like the who's got it better than us thing not actually originating with him, but his father, mm-hmm. really kind of speaks to the whole Harbaugh in general. Yeah, they're O'Doyles, yeah. and that's that's all we need to know yeah. about them. But Harbaugh is the man. This is like the worst kept secret uh, in the world that Jim Harbaugh was going to go back and finish what he had started as a player in, mm-hmm. with the Chargers, similar to what he did, did at Michigan, mm-hmm. where he started as a player, brought a championship there. He left. His next uh, Infinity Stone is getting a Super Bowl, and uh, it would be a, a Super Bowl championship ring instead of the college football. I mean, he really is Thanos out there. He is. And look, the guy at every turn, he's won. Yes. Literally everywhere, everywhere. he's been. Every single place that he has been, the man has won football games. And this is... When you look at the hire of Harbaugh to the Chargers, uh, one, I think it's perfect for an ownership group that is cheap and Mm -hmm. has made misstep after misstep almost at every single turn. Because you know they're paying him all of the money. They have to. I mean, we yesterday it was reported that Michigan's offer to Harbaugh was to make him the highest paid coach in college football, a clause that no matter who else got paid, he would have uh, escalator clauses that would raise his... Uh, salary up to be the highest paid coach in college football. The saving deal. The immunity, um, the immunity clause in it. So if anything happened with the two ongoing investigations against him in the program, he wouldn't be punished. And a clause that if they fired him with cause, if they terminated his contract with cause, he would still get paid for a year. <laughs> like he That's got a pretty good deal. Everything he in wanted. In other words, they could fire you for effing up, and they have a reason to fire you for. And you still got your bag. So this is a man that has won everywhere he's gone, and he's done it in some really damn hard places. I yeah. mean, I think Stanford. People don't, people don't understand when he took over the University of San Diego. The University of San Diego is a non-scholarship FCS football program. Mm-hmm. He went 11-1 two years in a row there. And it was like, I think that they need a spot in the... Because they weren't eligible. The Pioneer League was not eligible for the playoffs because mm-hmm. they were non-scholarship. They're like, probably should change that rule and they have changed that rule in in the fcs he goes to stanford where nobody could win buddy tevens was an absolute disaster there it was the worst job in college football Mm -hmm. and everybody said it's the worst job in college football and he took them to be a team in was it 2010 they were the best team in college football it was a coin toss between them and auburn it it was no it was not it was the year after it was andrew it would have been 2011 2012 it was they were playing the best football, but they they lost early in the season. And in college football, when you had a two-team playoff, they had to go and they played in the Orange Bowl, and they ended up winning the Orange Bowl. He recruited at a ridiculous level there. Then he goes to the NFL, takes over, and this is where you can sit there and you have kind of, all right, what should the expectation be with Harbaugh in, in L.A. with the Chargers? He took over a 
49ers team under Mike Singletary that went 6-10 and the year before. And they were rudderless. And the very next year, they went 13-3. and His evaluation of talent, the way that he can sit there and find the way the pieces of the puzzle can fit together. Mm-hmm. When you talk about building rosters at every level, he has done it successfully. Mm-hmm. And he's a very tough person to work with. And that's where he and Trent Baalke, they butted heads in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And so he went to Michigan. And he immediately, I think people forget, he almost got fired at Michigan during the COVID year. Mm-hmm. But immediately... Remember, he took a pay cut. They went to the Orange Bowl. They went to the Orange Bowl immediately when he got to Michigan. Like, they were good mm-hmm. from the jump. But going that 6-10 and 10 to 13-3 and 3 in San Francisco, you look at why... L.A. was attractive to him. He has the quarterback, mm-hmm. and Justin Herbert is a better important. quarterback than Alex Smith was at that time. Mm-hmm. And, oh, by the way, he drafted Colin Kaepernick his first year. Mm. Evaluation of talent, how they'll fit together. And you look at it and say, if this guy can get everybody to pull in the same direction, if mm-hmm. they can shore up their offensive line, which they have the number five pick in the draft this year, they have all seven of their draft picks heading into the season, I don't think they'll go offensive line because it was more of a health issue that they had, just getting banged up because they have a left tackle if you can keep him healthy. Yeah, Slater's a dude. Lindsley is a very good center if he's healthy. But it is, they have, a, they're a product of health on both sides yes. of the football. And you, and maybe then, you make those changes. You start maybe moving some guys that do have mm-hmm. health back records or backgrounds that aren't great. Look, the talent level may be there, but that stuff doesn't matter if you can't be on the field. So you might have to sacrifice maybe a higher-end talent guy for a guy to step down, but he's out there for 15 a year. They should win, and they should win. The expectation is they win immediately. Mm-hmm. And John Harbaugh said today he's getting ready for the uh, AFC Championship game. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. And he addressed the fact that his brother got the Chargers job. I have, I have uh, and uh, my thoughts are we play next year. So... Uh, we're looking forward to uh, all of it. You know, I'm just very happy for him, proud of him, excited for him, excited for his family. Uh, he, I, I heard my, my mom and dad told me that he called back in the evening and he found out that uh, all of his kids, starting with Addie and Katie, had their bags packed already. They're ready to go. So they're excited too. So it's going to be great. He's well-deserved. And uh, I'll say this, the Chargers just got themselves one great coach. No way. The kids are ready to leave Ann Arbor for Los Angeles? That is the most Harbaugh thing ever. <laughs> It's he gets back too. and they're like, bags are packed and they're ready to go. <laughs> it's amazing, too, how much exactly he sounds like his brother, like just from the sound of the voice yeah. to the cadence. It's too. just it's just slightly yeah. cleaner. Yeah. yeah. You know? What's funny is is everybody <laughs> everybody tends to forget that, that John is the older brother. Mm-hmm. You would yeah. You would you would think Jim is the older brother. Yeah. Number one, he looks well, that we've we've heard about him and known about him for far longer. It, but I mean, like, he looks like, he sounds like, like John still. Looks ten years younger. Yeah, right. America. Like, yes, he does. I mean, it's it, it's got to be the milk. It's hard living. It's hard living for John or Jim. Yeah, John is a lot of more, city, a lot of city miles. Well, and I think that comes with being the little brother and getting his ass kicked, probably mm. by by John. Probably, you know. And then you just become a little bit more quirky. That's a that's a that's a. I don't think anybody's ever a called kind way to say it. Jim Harbaugh quirky. I think that that's a great way to describe him. Because I'd go with he's, insane, but that's fine. He's weird. Yeah. He is very weird. And he is, he's going to win in L.A. Oh, like, you know, I have zero doubts about them winning. 
it will be very interesting to see where they go for the general manager and who he picks is the, as the his coordinators. Because yeah. Jesse Minter apparently is is on tap to be one of his coordinators. He's they're they're saying he may bring him from Michigan to LA to be the defensive coordinator for the Chargers. And it sounds like I heard Kellen Moore's name pop up at Michigan. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I thought that was a little a little bit weird. You'd see those two swap. Huh. I haven't seen that, but. Jesse Minter is a guy that that dude can call a defense and he's kind of cut his teeth in the NFL because he coached with mm. John Harbaugh before he ended up going uh, into college and went to Vanderbilt, then ended up at Michigan. He has an NFL background. He is one of the smartest defensive minds in football. I wouldn't be surprised to see that one bit. I think K- uh, Kellen Moore, there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to want his oh, services sure. in the NFL. And I don't know if he fits as a college guy. Just I... having having brief interactions with him and hearing him speak he is not the dynamic i'm going to be a great recruiter i want to dive into all day every day being in the lives of high school kids yeah. and trying to win them over he's not that kind he of strikes guy. me as college offensive coordinator yeah i where don't he could just do the football i don't but you'd can't in yeah. college in college you have to be a good recruiter too like even even if you are just the play caller, you got to be able to recruit because there's a massive hole if your offensive coordinator isn't that guy, isn't that guy who can yeah. go out and do that. You know, so I, I believe he'll probably stay in the NFL. But now he was he was a guy that the Chargers were blocking him from doing any interviews, and so yeah, they, now they, he may go out in Philly, maybe a landing spot for him because they they fired Brian Johnson and they just hired Vic Fangio as the defensive coordinator in Philly. And they brought in uh, Cliff to to interview for that spot. I think that. I think Kellen Moore over Cliff Kingsbury yeah. would be far better with yeah. the skill set that Jalen Hurts has and mm-hmm. the way that you're constructed uh, as it is with the weapons that you have on outside. I mean, Kellen Moore, for all of the warts that he he gained in Dallas, I think we're starting to learn that maybe Kellen Moore wasn't the big issue with mm. Dallas in, in the postseason. Turns out. Kind of looked like the same stuff happening mm. over and over again. And now Cowboy fans are going to get all hot and bothered. Maybe maybe it was the quarterback. But I think with when you look at Look at the success Harbaugh's had with quarterbacks. I think for Justin Herbert, you've got you to be, be thrilled, thrilled because every single quarterback, you know, his quarterback was at uh, San Diego, hmm. Josh Johnson, hmm. who played in the NFC Championship game for the 49ers last year. <laughs> was he good? No, but, but he's an NFL. He turned a guy into an NFL quarterback at a non-scholarship school. Yes, and so he think of his track record. Josh Johnson, and then he had Tavita Pritchard at Stanford mm-hmm. before he had Andrew Luck, and Tavita Pritchard beat USC, and with a <sighs> talent gap that was bigger than the Grand Canyon. Chasm. Okay, then he has Andrew Luck, and then you go to what he was able to do with JJ McCarthy at Michigan, like Alex Smith resurgence, Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. getting getting to a Super Bowl, like they had. He has gotten the best and squeezed everything out of every quarterback that he has ever and like had. That, he is a quarterback who understands it. Like this isn't just a this isn't a, a run of the mill guy. This is a guy who was a, a lifer quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He, he knows the stuff that these guys are going through. On top of being just this absolute maniacal football guy, I think he probably is. He is the best program builder in football. Jim I w- Harbaugh. I, I would not disagree with that. I, God, I hate going hot takey stuff. He may be the best coach, football coach, not NFL coach, not college coach, football coach of the modern era. No, I mean, that was something that I was saying in that, like, 
you had in that stretch where we had Saban retire, Belichick retire or get fired, mm-hmm. you had the best NFL coach, you had the best college coach, mm-hmm. and then Harbaugh leaving, it finishes the loop of you have the guy who is the best crossover, the best to do both. Yes. I yes. mean, he 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 won a national championship in college, guided a team to the Super Bowl, and that is really damn hard to do. And when you talk about like the best football coach, like you're saying, Nick Saban was unable to do it no. because he had the inability to connect with NFL players. It's Pete uh, Harbaugh and, and one other, I think, in the modern era that yeah. have been to a Super Bowl and won a national title. Yeah, and Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, that man. Can coach. He can coach some damn football too. I mean, it is Harbaugh and Pete Carroll. Yeah. I mean, that is that's it right there. And if Harbaugh gets over the hump with the with the Chargers, because I and, and here's why I say Harbaugh, he took over a dumpster fire in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks were not the dumpster fire. No, Pete knew what he was running to, and it was something. It was something good. Yeah. And now, did he knock it out of the park? Yes, yes he, he did. did. I mean, and he that guy. He's special. And I love that he wanted in on that Chargers job. He wanted a mm-hmm. piece of that Chargers job, too. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. The Cowboys should just fire Mike McCarthy and bring in Pete Carroll. Just do it. Do it, and you're going to win. You're going to win. But then that would require Jerry Jones being wrong. Yeah. But it would be would it be him being wrong or give me a damn Super Bowl Admitting before defeat. I die. Yeah. You would think that knowing that you, know, you yeah. look like Tales from the Crypt, that maybe you'd push a little harder on yeah. that. And uh, the final piece to this, which we'll discuss a little bit later, like what where Michigan goes moving forward, there is calculation in Jim Harbaugh dragging this thing out as long as he could. We all knew he was going to go to the Chargers. We knew it. Mm-hmm. We knew it. It wasn't the Chargers being like, well, we don't know if we want Jim or not. This process taking as long as it, as it did... How much money? It was Michigan. No, it was setting up Michigan. Everybody else in college football has gotten paid. He wanted one of his guys to take over, and it will be Sharon Moore. Sharon Moore is, in all likelihood, going to be the guy. There is a, and there we'll get to this a little bit later, because there is a clause where, like, for the Michigan job, state law says it has to be um, posted for seven days before you make a hire. There is a loophole in that that we'll get to. Mm. Sean Moore is going to be the guy there. And it was, I think it was calculated by Jim Harbaugh to make sure that this hiring cycle, Michigan was the last one in. What happens to that roster? That's going to be very interesting because now the portal opens for 30 days for all the Michigan players as well. 503-864-6326. That's the Vancouver Ford text line. Jared Goff responding to the critics that are stating the obvious in the best way possible. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. The Detroit Lions are America's darlings right now. America's team, and it's not the Raiders, especially after... How dare you? They're just a disaster, Danny. I just wanted to get ahead of that. Whoa, 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 whoa. They made two good hires. They did. You don't think so? They made two hires. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, Tom Telesco as their GM and then Antonio Pierce as their head coach. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Has, uh, has Danny been been gone so long that, that, that Jim Harbaugh has since called Michigan America's team? Ah, uh, yeah. Or that before probably. he left? Wait, did he really? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. did. How dare you? 
He did. Um, no. That mantle belongs it, to the silver and black. I think that Antonio, no, it does, definitely does not. Uh, 100% does mm. not. But Antonio Pierce is a decent hire. It's what Max Crosby wanted. I mean, he got a little little resurgence. But I've, I was, on one hand, I kind of liked, and then I rolled my eyes at, he said not every player can handle being, uh, can handle coaching, playing for the Raiders. Not every coach can handle coaching for the Raiders. And that's how he, he said he was going to attack his offensive coordinator I think position. there is a grain of truth to that, though. Because you all are delusional? Well, insane, yeah. yeah no, no, delusional. No, that, that, that franchise is insane. <laughs> even when, even to be honest, in their best days, they yeah. were insane. <laughs> sure. Dysfunctional insanity. Sure. <laughs> Which isn't winning in the NFL now. Yeah, well, it may have been the bring 70s. back dysfunction, <laughs> make dysfunction great again. Uh, but if that's your what you're looking for in your offensive coordinator, I don't know. I mean, if they want a dysfunctional offensive coordinator, there's plenty of those out there. They could go get I don't know Josh McDaniels. Yeah, he's he's available. <laughs> he's available. But the Lions uh, charging their way into the NFC Championship game, like this is fun, man. Now we only have the Houston Texans, the only team. To have never played in a conference championship game in the NFL. Which, uh, the first half, they had me going. That makes one of us. <laughs> they had me going. I was like, mm, it was, it was going to make this competitive. Yeah, and then Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson so hard. Because that they, it took the offense a little, it took him a half to get the rust out. And then that defense is just too nasty, though. Mm-hmm. The Ravens defense is ridiculous. But. You have the Detroit Lions who are, I think they're handling all of this in stride and imperfectly. They're just not this gritty team that's biting off kneecaps like Dan Campbell would lead you to believe. Because it is part of it though. One thing that I love about the story arc of of this Lions team is that this is Jared Goff's FU tour. Yeah, because it's not a redemption tour. It it no, it is him proving all of mm-hmm. all of the doubters. That no, I can do it. In that fourth quarter, he, he was, was electric. So good. Eleven for twelve, 131 yards and a touchdown. But Jared Goff, and I think that there's an awareness that maybe the Raiders lack that the Lions and Jared Goff have about this team. And like I love that how Jared Goff handled this reporter who's asking him basically what we already know. The Niners are a better team. Jared Goff's got a lot of got a lot of really good players, obviously. But maybe that's Oh, thank you. I said thank you. You are maybe that viewed though as the superstars, like hey, the 49ers, yeah, but other All right, people. never mind. <laughs> 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 but I mean, guys like St. Brown and getting you. Yep, St. Brown was first team All Pro. So. Right, right. Um, so was Panay. Sorry, continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Absolutely. But do you feel like? There, this is a chance for more. Yeah, I know. I know what you're. I know what you're getting at. Yes, uh, I, I do. I think. I think we've got a lot of ton of ton of great players who um, maybe haven't had the the national stage that up to this point um, that a lot of a lot of other guys have, and obviously they have a ton of good players as well, and, and a ton of Pro Bowlers and All Pro players over there. And um, it's it, yeah, we we feel like you know we've got a lot of good players too, though, like you mentioned, and um, excited to play on another national stage and, and be able to showcase that. I didn't miss anything. No, you got it. All good. Look, I love the way Goff is handling himself, and he's not in it too deep, right? How many times have we seen quarterbacks get bristly at at those sorts of exchanges? Right? Oh, sure. Like, hey, you guys are in the NFC Championship game, but <laughs> have you seen the team you're playing? Yeah. And they're like, Ugh, and they give you a canned answer. Mm-hmm. Like, Goff is 
disarming everybody with sure. he's got a good sense of humor about it. And then while also noting we have a first team all pro, we have two of first team all mm-hmm. pros. We have a really good offensive line that might be the best offensive line in football right mm-hmm. now. Like that, even though Trent Williams is the best tackle, Penny Sewell, Taylor Decker, they played Dudes. out of their gourd against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Frank Ragno is an absolute monster. Playing on was a, a sprained knee and uh, and a sprained ankle. All, all, yeah, all of Good the God. jokes that were about like, oh yeah, they really are using Jameer Gibbs in a way that nobody thought by not using him in the first half of the season. They have unlocked him, and they have been. It's been, been a electric. slow burn to getting him acclimated to the NFL game Mm -hmm. and using him properly. And they are now, they've got layers of weapons. And especially if Sam Laporta is looking like that knee, I still don't know how he's doing it, but it's looking like he's getting more and more mobile. And now you have Zach Ertz, if they win this game, going to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're going to have the layers of weapons. Their secondary may be their Achilles heel. They're banged up back there. It just is what it is. In that, they're not just banged up. They're just not good all season long either. They're just bad against the pass. Their secondary is horrific. And you cannot have uh, corner play like they had against Mike Evans. It just You're going to get torched against the San Francisco 49ers. But I love the fact that Jared Goff is taking everything in stride where most guys would tighten up the guy is more loose than ever before and i think that that is that, that is pretty damn impressive and i bet guy. you know where the sun rises and the sun sets yeah it, it rises wait it rises in the east <laughs> that moment has stuck with him for oh, far longer than it should have oh, right? he went to cal y- yeah yeah he did <laughs> Do you think do he you didn't think go the, there to play school though? Do you think the administrators were like, son of a no? Come on, Kyrie <laughs> went to Duke and thinks the world is flat. Yeah, oh, but there he only, we go. He only played what eleven games there. He actually didn't go to play school there. <laughs> he didn't go do anything there. No, including basketball. Yeah, him and Bol Bol, both both guys who played, uh, I think, a total of eleven collegiate games. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking up what the lines are putting down, man. Mm. It, with every turn, that Campbell speech post game was awesome, man. Yep, absolutely awesome. Uh, did you see Justin Jefferson get a little, little, little uh, whiny? No. So there was What's a butthurt about the NFL retweeted a, a sign from the, the Lions game that it was listed all their opponents, and it's like bit a kneecap, bit a kneecap, bit a kneecap kind of deal, like going yeah. on through after the injury. That was suffered by. Uh, oh come on! And he was like, "This is totally classless. I can't believe the NFL retweeted this." And I'm like, first of all, buddy, um, you want your knees? Tell the NFL to let defenders actually hit you somewhere other than below the waist." Number two, this is a reference to Dan Campbell and biting kneecaps, not hitting not a guy well, and hurting a guy. Everything's got to be about him, then. Huh? That's what I mean. I was just like, "Come on, dude! Nah, just go hit the gritty and just shut up and keep freaking catch balls, man." He's Really good, though. He is, yeah, really good. Hey, uh, Lions are an underdog this weekend, so are the Chiefs. The two underdogs have something else in common, mm. though. Next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.